The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. 888-900-3393 is the phone number, and you can use it if you wish. Or you can just follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at JeffyMRA, and of course the Blaze channel. Just go to theblaze.com, click on the channel's button, and then look for moi. This was just handed to me. Uh, I don't know if this is this is some kind of breaking news. July 14th, so yesterday afternoon, new research suggests macaroni and cheese powder contains high concentrations of potentially dangerous chemicals. What kind of fake news is this? What kind of fake news is this? Have we gone the Coalition for Safer Food Processing and Packaging? All right, so... First of all, <laughs> this needs to end. We need to get the Coalition for Safer Food Processing and Packaging. The group behind cleanupcraft.org. Cleanupcraft? Don't. Craft is like a godsend. You kidding me? Craft macaroni and cheese? The original Kraft macaroni cheese in a box with the powdered cheese and it's world butter, milk. It's world class. And then the new, the, the the microwave, just put in some water and some powder and mix it. And it's there. And it's, a, it's it's godsend. Cleanupcraft.org. What? Tested thirty cheese products. And they tested for this phthalate, P H T H A. Look, look, put this in the put this in the pronunciation because we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to play along here for a while, so you're gonna have to pay attention instead of reading your sale websites. Um, all right, P H T H A L A T E, P H T H A L A T E. So the Coalition for Safer Food Processing and Packaging, the group behind cleanupcraft.org, tested 30 cheese products for tested 30 cheese products for test phthalate. Okay, thank you. Let's try it again. Hold on. Tested 30 cheese products for phthalate. Okay. The, uh, it's a group of plastics used to make plastics more flexible. The phthalate levels were more than four times higher in macaroni and cheese powder. The study, which has not been published in a peer-reviewed journal, surprise, was paid for by the environmental advocacy groups. Surprise, as they start to go. The coalition says that. 
Coalition says that phthalate pose a serious threat to the health of pregnant women and children. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports health effects from exposure to low levels of the chemicals are unknown. Right. They're unknown because millions of Americans have been eating macaroni and cheese from Kraft that have the phthalate in the cheese powder and are fine. Perhaps boiling water and butter and milk make the phthalate better. Good. Now, I will say that phthalate can be found in a host of home and personal care products. Soaps, hairsprays, raincoats, detergents, and flooring. Hey, raincoats are personal care products. The chemicals aren't meant to be in food or find their way into human bodies. Some phthalate have been banned from children's toys and products. A 2014, those, the phthalates in children's toys aren't cooked and put into food. It's just a little bit in the powder. You'll be fine. Don't start messing. Craft. Craft, don't start with me. Don't do it. Don't do it. If, if, if your cheese powder tastes different, Without the phthalate, then leave it in. Because if you start messing around, take it away. Phthalate. And it messes with the whole cheese powder thing. Holy crap. Craft, you are, you're doomed. Don't give in to the phthalate people. The Coalition for Safer Food Processing and Packaging. Cleanupcraft.org. Don't let them start messing with your phthalate in your in your food. I may have to start up. <laughs> leave the phthalate dot org. <laughs> Come on now, a little bit of plastic. If you heat it up, you put the put it on the hot noodles. You're putting you're putting milk butter. And a little bit of plastic in the powder, and you're mixing it up. So what? Don't start messing with the flavors. Don't. Don't do it, Kraft. Don't. You start messing with it. I mean, I tell you what, I thought I could deal with you, Kraft. That's what you do. On your on your dinner crafts, the ones that you're, the, the macaroni and cheese craft uh, dinner ones, where you have the big plastic already made cheese, uh, and you have to open up the package and squeeze it out. Take all the phthalates out of that cheese, and then just it'll it'll appease the uh, coalition for safer food processing and packaging group, and it'll appease which are the same people behind cleanupcraft.org. It'll appease them. They'll still go away. They're not going to go away until you get rid of all the phthalates. So I mean, throw them a bone. And throw them a bone with a little phthalate on it, and then be done. Okay, don't start messing with the original Kraft macaroni and cheese. Don't, because if if I if I pour the box, if I pour the box, boil those noodles. Do not rinse. Just pour, get out of the water. Don't rinse. And I put I put the my quarter cup of milk. 
and my four phthalate. Yeah, that's right. My my powder with my powder with phthalate in it, and my butter, and I mix it together, and it tastes different because you took the phthalate out of it. There's going to be hell to pay, Kraft. All right. I'm sorry. It was just handed to me at the top of the hour. I'm sorry. It was this whole thing. They're starting to mess with Kraft macaroni and cheeses. Just throwing me a complete curveball. Just over over a little thing like phthalate. Come on now. So what? It's a little plastic. So what? It's a little plastic found in soaps and hairsprays and detergents and flooring and raincoats even though i can't figure out why raincoats are personal care product and uh so what so what you don't boil soaps hairsprays raincoats detergents and flooring and mix it in with powder that has phthalate in it they're already in the products you're not going to eat those people aren't going around eating oh man did you have the black raincoat today no don't start messing with crap macaroni and cheese. Don't do it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram at JeffyMRA. This week, we were told, and for some reason it hasn't been uh, out in the open, and I don't know why, but thankfully we have uh, Brian Lilly from... Uh, where are you from again? Where are you from again? It's called The Rebel or something? The Rebel, and I, I host a talk show up here in Ottawa, Canada. What's the talk show? It's called Beyond the News. Beyond the News? Nighttime radio, my friend. I love that. How's that going, by the way? It's it's going really well. I uh, You know, it's uh, talk radio has always been my first love when it comes to media and having worked in TV uh, for the largest newspaper chain up here and in radio. I'll take radio any day. Boy, no kidding. I'm a big fan of not being seen. (laughs) Um, Well, it's just more fun, too. I have. I definitely I was born with a face for radio. I mean, that whole face for radio thing was me. Can you do the shtick you just did about the Kraft macaroni and cheese on TV? No, you'd have to have 15 people work for hours to have the right visuals for it, whereas you can just talk about it. Let me tell you, I know we have a serious issue to get to, Jeffy. But yes, we do. You, I know. I know we do. Canadians eat more Kraft dinner. That's what we call it up here. We don't call it Kraft macaroni and cheese. It's all Kraft dinner because uh, uh, that's the whole dinner. You don't need anything else. We eat right? more of it per capita than any other place in the world. Is that is that true? Yeah. I got it. And I'll tell you what my kids do. They, they're getting extra. What is it? Phthalates? It, it, they get extra. Phthalates. Yeah. Okay. They're getting extra of that because there's a store up here called Bulk Barn that sells just the cheese powder. Oh. And so Come they. Come on. They, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They buy the boxes. Or their mother buys the boxes, and then they add the extra cheese powder in, and they all know how That's to make a it. Tremendous idea, <laughs> isn't it? That is a tremendous. Of course, they know how to make it. I mean, I remember living on when I had no money, living on the generic mac and cheese and the generic shells and cheddar, and I bet you that powder had a ton of. 
belly. In it. There's no question. Absolutely. And you know what? We Well, some would argue, but I think we turned out okay. Well, <laughs> don't start using me as an example or the group, the coalition, uh, the <laughs> the coalition for safer food processing and packaging are going to be saying, well, just look at him. He's full of. Phallics. And then, then, then they're done. Kraft will shut down. Exhibit A, Chester. <laughs> All right, Brian, I know we have serious stuff to get to because earlier this week we found out about a story, and I say we, I mean us here in, in, in America and here in Dallas, Texas, found out about a story that is so unbelievable, and yet it's true, and it's actually happened. So walk us through from the beginning to where we're at now trying to help people. Okay, so I'll give you the thumbnail sketch and then cycle back and fill in details. But this is a story of a Canadian jihadist killing an American soldier in Afghanistan at the end of a battle, spending years in Gitmo because he was captured there, and then the Canadian government apologizing him and giving him a $10.5 million settlement without a word of testimony heard in the lawsuit that was before the courts. Outrageous on every end from beginning to end. And I can tell you that everybody that hears it is outraged in Canada, in America, everybody's outraged. And every time I talk about it, the fundraising campaign that we started for the kids of the slain American soldier, Sergeant Christopher Spear, the numbers go up and more people log on to spearkids.com and start donating because we said, if everyone's angry, let's do something good with their anger rather than just shake our fists and yell, right? Right. But this all goes back to 2002, and you remember the days just after 9-11, and um, we're there fighting side by each, as they say in Quebec, uh, shoulder to shoulder, and Sergeant Christopher Spear is a part of Delta Force. He's in Afghanistan. They end up in a firefight uh, because they approach this compound, tried to talk to the guys in it, seeing what's going on, and they came under fire. So four to five hour uh, firefight happens. The fighting ends, Sergeant Spear, Sergeant Lane Morris uh, out of Utah, they head in there to try and, and they're looking for survivors. They're looking for the wounded. They're seeing what's going on. And this Canadian jihadist named Omar Cotter, he's 15 at the time, throws a grenade that ends up killing Sergeant Spear and taking the eyesight in one eye, I believe the left one, of Sergeant Lane Morris. Now, if you know about battlefield there are actually laws of war and when the firefight's done and people are tending to the wounded you don't attack anyone right you tend to the all firefights done this is you take care of your wounded you take care of your dead but the jihadists don't fight like that and so omar Cotter throws the grenade he ends up having his life saved he was about to bleed out he gets saved by american troops shipped off to gitmo when the, he claims he was tortured. I would dispute that. American courts <laughs> yeah. have not ruled he was uh, tortured. Neither have Canadian courts. But he claimed it, he so... Well, he claimed it. Right. But, you know, he wasn't waterboarded. He didn't have bamboo shoots put under the nails. He, he didn't have uh, jumper cables attached to um, any sensitive areas, let's say. Right. He was what part of what's called the frequent flyer program, sleep deprivation. And after one of those sessions, Canadian officials went down and talk to him. Like, I hate to say interrogated because that's too strong of a word. I've seen the video. 
they talked to him. They asked him questions. What were you doing? Uh, why, you know, why are you involved in this? So that wasn't even an interrogation. Not a real from Canadian like officials. You, when you hear interrogation, you think really harsh measures. Yes, right? you do. No, this is an interview. This is this is like Danny Reagan on Blue Bloods uh, talking to the perp. <laughs> <laughs> this is nothing. This is nothing too strenuous. Uh, but you know, he's crying. He's saying he wants to go home. He wants out of there. Things like that. Okay. Well, that's nice. But you took up the jihad. So did all your brothers. So did your father, who was one of the financiers of nine eleven. I mean, the family lived with Osama bin Laden for goodness sakes. Uh, so these, these are bad dudes. Bad family. But because those Canadian officials talked to him after he was deprived of sleep by American officials at Gitmo, our court ruled, okay, his rights were violated. But you know what the courts didn't say, Jeffy? <laughs> they, they, they never said that we had to pay him a dime. They so, never said that. Okay, so the court said, okay, well, maybe his rights were violated, and uh, that's the way it goes. We're sorry. Have a nice day. Yeah, and they didn't even say they were sorry. Uh, this is back in 2010. And the, the, I'll get to why that, that part's important. He's still in Gitmo in 2010. He sued through the courts to uh, force the Canadian government to bring him back to Canada. And it was in that decision that went all the way to the Supreme Court that they said, yeah, your rights are violated, but no, the courts can't force the government uh and tell it how to operate in relation to another foreign government. That is beyond the court's power. That's executive branch privilege. Yeah. You can't do that. And so they just said, you know, we leave it up to the government to find a remedy. Well, eventually, because Obama wanted rid of him, as soon as he admitted what he did, Obama and Hillary Clinton, the whole Democrat establishment, they wanted rid of yeah. this guy. Well, they were, they were held that They forced him on Stephen Harper and the conservative government of the day up here. And Harper said, okay, well, fine, he's back in Canada. Not much I can do about it. He's a Canadian citizen, but I don't have to do anything nice to him. Now we've got Justin, I've got great socks and hair Trudeau in, a very left-wing liberal. Now, this is not your grandfather's liberal or Democratic Party. This is a hard leftist guy. And he comes in and gives Cotter $10.5 million in an apology. That is unbelievable. Now, stay right where you're at. I've got to. I've got to. I've got to pay a couple of bills, or at least attempt to try to pay a bill, and then we're okay. going to come back and finish up with uh, how much money he ends up if it's still uh, if he still gets to keep it, and how we can help uh, the family of uh, the person that he actually killed uh, in in, uh, in in the battle, which is unbelievable. Brian Lilly uh, on the Jeff Fisher Radio Program. This is The Jeff Fisher Show On the Blaze Radio Network This is the Jeff Fisher Radio Program On the Blaze Radio Network Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today 888-900-3393 is the phone number Joining me is Brian Lilly uh, our, From our, uh, you know from, he's, from, he's from Canada Okay but he also has some uh, some good news. Uh, he brought us the story about uh, the terrorist who is getting uh, $10 million from the Canadian government without any uh, without anything. Right, Brian? I mean, it's just uh, it's the, your leader, your fearless leader, saying, hey, you know what? Uh, here's $10 million because we tortured you. 
Yeah, and, and we didn't torture them. And uh, no court has ever ruled the uh, American officials at Gitmo tortured him, but they gave him $10.5 million. Well, he was suing for twenty. And now Justin Trudeau, I used to be a drama teacher, is trying to use uh, Jedi mind tricks and say, well, if we didn't pay him $10 million, it would have cost us 30 to 40 Now, this guy's never been around courts. I've been covering Supreme Court rulings for near two decades. Hogwash. I'd use stronger language, but I don't think I can. So, we, right. you know, we, we saw this. Everybody's outraged. We decided let's launch a crowdfunding campaign yes. for the children of Christopher Spear. Yes. He left behind. Bless Sharon was three. Tanner was 11 months old when this happened. Tabitha has been a, a widow the whole time. It's 15 years on. We've done crowdfunding for them before, raised almost 100 grand last time. Now we're, I think, over 140. I've been doing media interviews all morning. I haven't had a chance to look. Uh, but we, we continue to climb. And every time I'm on with, uh, you know, Opelka or even Pat and Stu or Glenn or Dana, and, and now you, you know, more people hear about it and they spread the word. They post it on Facebook. They donate. So uh, those are the two things that I ask people to do today. If you can donate 10 bucks, 10,000, you know your situation. And there's people listening that could handle both. But also post it on Facebook. Post SpearKids.com on Facebook and let people know this, about this outrageous story. Yes, and I mean, it's absolutely a wonderful thing that you're doing, and it's SpearKids.com. Uh, right now, you're up to uh, just under 150, 149.975. Well, thank uh, you for the update. And, uh, <laughs> I so, literally just ran out of French uh, TV studios doing an interview <laughs> there. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate you coming on today and letting us know and keep us up to date because this is absolutely agonizing. He gets the money, though. He's got the money, and he's done, right? you got 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, they're trying to get it out of him out of court, but so far, no luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Thank you, Brian Lilly from The Rebel. I appreciate it, man. Talk to you the soon. The Jeff you. Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Program on the Blaze Radio Network, and this is, amazingly, Jeff Fisher. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. Appreciate it. Uh, nice to have you along for the ride today. I'd just like to take this moment uh, and uh, talk to a couple of you uh, on the Twitters. Uh, most uh, importantly, uh, I'd like to uh, comment about uh, my uh, Planet of the Apes comment and i was reviewing the movie as i was looking at uh uh some of the uh, comments about uh the war the planet of the apes uh some people were a little upset that i didn't remember uh what it was called uh so uh dear uh matt uh, i got it okay it's motion capture all right 
I got it. They put little dots all over your head and all over your body. It's called motion capture. Okay. And uh, I know that uh, I know that uh, the the actor Mr. Zirkus uh, is uh, you know Andy Circus thinks he can uh, you know he wants to become he wants to cons- make that more of an acting than just uh, someone in a suit. And uh, he's been out promoting the movie. And you know I was look. I loved the Planet of the Apes movie, so it was nice to see this third one, War. There were a couple of things that I wish they would have called me. Look, they spent $152 million on the movie, right? They could have spent a couple of bucks more and called me and said, Jeff, listen, uh, we know we've done these movies before and, and you really haven't, but we want your advice. And I'd be happy to give it to them. Be happy to give it to them. And and a couple of things that happened, I would have changed. But overall, I enjoyed it. And it's looking like it's going to be, you know, it'll be another another Planet of the Apes blockbuster. Now, I do have Andy Serkis uh, making an appearance on uh, Colbert. On Colbert. Uh, Andy Serkis making an appearance on Colbert, which was actually kind of funny. And he's out promoting. And I saw him talk uh, on, uh, uh, they had a screening uh, from uh, Hollywood with all the actors of the movie. And Woody Harrelson was there and Serkis was there and the producers and the production and the, the young girl that played uh, played uh, the part, uh, one of the one of the co-stars in the movie. Uh, they were all there. And it was, it was fascinating to hear them talk about the movie and talk about their ape camps. That they went to, that you know, prepare people to become, you know, less uh, in inhabited, so they could play their Planet of the Apes roles. And then everybody wants to be the ape, and you've got to be able to be part of the apes. How much money it costs to have three months of ape camp before a movie? Anyway, I would have done a couple of things different, and good for them. But Andy was on uh, Colbert, and he also is, you know, I mean, he's like world-renowned actor and he's done all these parts and he was also played Gollum uh, for those of you who uh, remember his character as Gollum and Colbert had him read a couple of you know how we have uh, we have people uh, now the big thing is to have uh, people impersonate their characters read our president's tweets right and so uh, Andy was on Colbert and Colbert had him read a couple of Donald Trump tweets uh, before he was promoting, talking about his movie. And uh, he read them as Gollum, which was really, really good. Despite the constant negative press, kerfuffle. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What's kerfuffle, precious? No one knows. <laughs> and he read, uh, he read another one as well. He's never been so wrong or so dirty. Purposely incorrect stories and phony sources to meet the agenda of hate. Sad. Yes, it is. Sad. Very sad. Very funny. So if you have a chance to see it this weekend, go and see War with Planet of the Age. If you like, if you love the other two, and I've said this, that was my, my main review. Uh, if you like the other two, you'll love this one. There was just a few things that you think to yourself, oh, why did they do that? 
why didn't they do what Jeff told us to do? Oh, wait, Jeff didn't tell us what to do. We forgot to call him. <laughs> okay, whatever. Whatever. Fine, be that way. But uh, it's already made. I mean, we'll, we'll crank it out this weekend. We'll get the reports. But uh, yesterday, uh, I think we were we were up over $50 million. So, I mean, you're looking at a pretty good weekend for war. And then we'll see how it, uh, what happens after, which is, you know. That next week is always a, a good teller uh, on, uh, on what could happen. So I read this other story. We just talked about the terrorist uh, in Canada uh, getting $10 million from the Canadian government because the uh, Trudeau said, no, just pay him. Just give him $10 million, he's fine, for being uh, tortured in Gitmo. Uh, and the family got nothing. So spearkids.com is a way to help uh, help the family that... Uh, Help the wife and the kids of the father he killed. Uh, one of the reasons, not every reason, but one of the reasons that he was in Gitmo. And uh, so if you can help them, uh, spearkids.com, it would be uh, remarkable. And do whatever you can. Whatever you can. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, whatever you can helps, and it's important. And then I read another story uh, about a, a man, Lee Hernandez, from uh, New Braunfels, Texas. It's an Army veteran, terminal illness. And his final wish was that he wanted people to text him or give him a call and just talk to him. Uh, he's under hospice care and uh, is, is not... He's deteriorating, and they have not been able to pinpoint a cause for Lee's illness and really said there was nothing more that uh, they could do to him except, you know, they're going to, as hospice does, try to make you comfortable. And um, his wife uh, talked about uh, one day uh, she held on to his phone in case someone called. And uh, when he thought about it again, after a couple of hours, uh, she said that no one had called. And he said, I guess no one wants to talk to me. And she was heartbroken because she didn't want to believe that didn't want him to believe that. And, of course, no one wants anyone to believe that, uh, especially when you're Lee Hernandez. So she's asked uh, people to call and text and leave messages so that she can read the text messages to him. He's uh, He has trouble seeing right now. Uh, he's on uh, heavy pain medication. And he, uh, I was going to call him and let him know that uh, we care, we care about him, and we're praying for him. But as I look, um, as I continue to read the story, I know that originally the story said, "Hey, call 
between 2 and 6 p.m. Arizona time uh, because that's when uh, he is uh, he is most cognizant of what's going on around him. And she gives the phone number. And she has, they don't answer the phone every time. And they, you know, um, it's just that uh, sometimes uh, he's in just an incredible amount of pain. So text and, and leave a message. So I was going to call him on the air. And then I thought, now, you know what? Um, that's, I don't, this isn't, this isn't the time that she asked for people to call, uh, ideally. And so I want you to just take the number. And between 2 and 6 p.m. Arizona time, I want you to call Lee or text Lee and let him know that uh, uh, you're thinking about him, you heard about it on uh, on Blaze Radio, and you just wanted to let him know that uh, you know, you're saying a prayer for him, uh, you got good thoughts for him, whatever, whatever you believe in, that's what you have for him. All right, so Lee Hernandez, 210. Six three two six seven seven eight two one zero six three two six seven seven eight Lee Hernandez. Just text that number, call it, and uh, let him know that uh, he is not all alone, and people do want to talk to him and thank him for his service as a military veteran uh, in the army, and uh, we appreciate it. And he's not alone. And he's had this, uh, he's been battling for a long time. And so if any of these calls can bring a little bit of smile and a little warmth to him in his final days, bless his heart. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Show. Another Saturday, Lawrence Jones standing by to do another remarkable, tremendous job on the Blaze Radio Network. And then I'll uh, go into Mike Slater and then Joe Pags will round out uh, your Saturday of all new Blaze broadcast material. And then Sundays, we've got uh, Jackie Daly, uh, David Barton, uh, Handle on the Law. Yarn Brooks, Gun Show, Hollywood 360. I mean, even on the weekends, we are here for you. So, on behalf of the Blaze Radio Network, you're welcome. Uh, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. And uh, also Monday through Friday. Don't forget, you know, Doc Thompson in the morning, uh, Glenn Beck. What's his name that comes on after Glenn on the Blaze Radio Network? Uh, oh, yeah, Mike Opelka. Uh, and then uh, Chris Salcedo, uh, Patton Stew, Buck Sexton. I mean, Monday through Friday, broadcasting extraordinaire is the Blaze Radio Network. So thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride. Good news. You know, I've been struggling. I want, I'm, I'm really close to shaving my head. I used to shave it down to about a one or a two. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I had it down to, you know, a 
one and a two for a long time. And then uh, this, there was a person in my life, person in my life, who is that person in my life? Oh, yeah, my wife, who doesn't, you know, particularly like that. And uh, so, uh, you know, I've let, I've let it grow out. But uh, now, uh, I mean, I'm ready to shave it. I'm ready to shave it bald. I want to be bald. And uh, then I say I want to be bald, and then now I see that uh, soon uh, there's going to be a cure for baldness. Uh, according to a new study from the University of California, uh, they've got uh, they're working on uh, a cure for baldness. So, if you're starting to lose your hair, but what if I still want to be bald? I mean, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out what I want to do. So, I may have to just bite the bullet and just shave it off and see what happens. <laughs> That's a good living at my house if that happens. That's for sure. And I got it. We're going to have a special uh, Talking Walking Dead on Monday. We'll cover all the breaking news. I know that uh, someone uh, someone fell, got hurt badly, and then ended up uh, uh, passing away on the set. They've shut down production of season eight for Walking Dead. I know that uh, uh, the fear, fear the Walking Dead voice guy uh, died in a, in a crash uh, earlier this week. Hey, fear, uh, I'm here for you. Uh, you don't need to look for another voice guy. I mean, I'll, I'll do the commercials for you. Don't worry about it. I'm here for you. But you can look for the new podcast uh, on Monday afternoon uh, of Talking Walking Dead, and we'll cover all the latest and greatest news of uh, Walking Dead and what's happening there for you since they've halted production. And OSHA is looking into the set of the safety of the actors on Walking Dead. So, boy, that I mean, that's good news, right, when OSHA shows up? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm guessing that they have to do that for insurance purposes, but God help them. When OSHA's there, you should have all been wearing helmets instead of those walker masks. Okay, thanks for stopping, OSHA. Take care. Have a nice day. And uh, look, have a great week. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Lawrence is standing outside looking at me like, please be done and finish so I can get in here and talk about what I want to talk about, talk about something good. But you know what? No. No. I'm taking it to the end. I'm taking it to the end no matter what. So if anybody tells you that you don't look good today, they're lying because you do. You look great today. Every inch of you. I mean, you're not really going to wear that outside, though, what you're wearing. That's a little frightening, but, you know, whatever. It's up to you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.